Parenting sometimes can feel really overwhelming. If you feel constantly, chronically, at the end of your rope, that you are tired 100% of the time, 24-7, that you don't have enough energy to play, enough energy to, as much as you want to parent your child peacefully and be their safe emotional space, there is nothing left in you then this podcast episode is for you because I'm going to share tools with you that I've been working with my coaching clients in HIC parenting for you to go from touched out at the end of my road to find more peace and more easygoing routine and time with your kids. If you are new to us, hello, my name is Marcela Collier. I'm the head coach in HIC Parenting Education, and we are going to divide this episode in two big sections. Number one, we are going to talk about the causes beyond the, the busyness of being a parent. And maybe if you, if you work in the house or outside the house, beyond the daily routine activities. We're going to go beneath chronic exhaustion and chronic feeling of being touched out and see what else is beneath that feeling besides I'm just a busy parent. Because working with my clients and from experience as a parenting coach, I know that these could come from number one, Sensory needs, yes, we can have our own sensory needs, not just our children. And number two, it could come from a childhood wound that we're going to talk about that a little bit later in this episode and how to rewire from that. So does this cycle resonate with you? You start the day with a little more energy or maybe you wake up really tired and then you drink your morning coffee or you do your morning workout and it kind of wakes you up a little bit more. And then you start the day with your kids with a good intention of being that joyful, peaceful parent that you want to be. And as the day progresses and progresses by 4 p.m., you turn into, I remember one parent was telling me, by 4 p.m., I turn into this monster mom. That was her language. And you turn into this parent that you don't want to be. And you yell. And then you're snappy. And then the, the house becomes a yelling chaos. If that is you, you are in a yelling cycle. And I want to announce that not just... Our coaching clients will have help with this, but I'm so happy to bring a very affordable resource for you. This is a new mini course. It's called the Break the Yelling Cycle mini course. This is designed for parents. It's designed from parents and for parents to help them master their calm and reconnect and repair the bond with their kids after emotional outbursts. So this is a three-day mini course that launched today, and we have an early bird sales price until September 1st. So it launched on August 29th. We are in early bird pricing until September 1st. And then in this course, you are going to get to the root of your yelling 
because trying to take deep breaths is not going to break the yelling cycle. It's understanding what's beneath it, beyond the, I'm just tired because I have many things to do. Number two, you are going to gain instant tools to help you in the moment that work for you. So you're going to see how to develop those tools yourself, the process. So you don't rely on things that you hear online that may or may not work for your family situation, for your lifestyle. If taking a break in your bedroom does not work because you, because you have two baby twins to take care of, then it doesn't work. So that's module two. You're going to find what works for you. And number three, you are going to get the scripts that we give our coaching clients to repair and reconnect after disconnected moments like this. So this is a very affordable mini course. How I said, regular price is $99. Right now is for $49 until September 1st. You can get it going to hicparenting.com or open the description of this podcast episode. If you're watching from YouTube, you can open the description of the YouTube video or you can go to the link in our bio at Heimfeld Club on TikTok or on Instagram. Okay, so let's talk about those tools for touched out, tired parents. How can we make things a little more, a little smoother, a little more peaceful for us? Let's get to the root of everything. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Tools for tired, touched out parents. I was that tired, touched out parent. And what I want to identify and differentiate here is, is that one thing is for us to get tired. And another thing is for us to live in exhaustion and I'm at the end of my rope and I never have energy left in me to give. If you are in that cycle, then this podcast episode is for you. This is not for the parent who gets tired, but for the parent who lives in exhaustion, and who lives in empty. I remember I used to be that parent a while back. And then there was something that was a game changer for me once I realized about it. So there was a time during the day I have twins, and one of them is a sensory seeker, meaning that he needs a lot of physical contact. He runs into me a lot. And the other one is bouncy. <laughs> so he's loud, he's bouncy. So there is a lot of things going on in my house. Plus, I used to do foster care. So many times I have more than one kid, more than two kids. So it was, I remember coming to a point in my day, every single day, that would be so touched out that I would just shut down. I would either shut down or snap or be, become very short. And it was usually around dinner time. So all the way from dinner time to bedtime, it was a struggle, not just for me, but for my kids. 
And then I remember if my kids would come even close to me, I would feel so annoyed. And because I'm a respectful, gentle parent, conceptually, logically, I know that I should connect with my kids, that their big emotions should be validated. So I remember going through the emotions with them from this logical perspective. So my mind, my words, my head was with them, but my body and my heart was far away because I was so touched out. I was so at the end of my rope. I just wanted to give up that all it was left from me. It was what I could do logically. And I would talk nicely, like I would talk in a gentle tone. Sometimes, some other times I would go back and forth between talking in a gentle tone and snapping. And it was kind of a dance of snappiness and I'm sorry, and then snappiness again. And then I learned something about myself. I learned that I have sensory needs. Um, feeling the feeling of touched out doesn't usually or doesn't only come from my children being loud, being bouncy, trying to look for physical affection constantly. It does not only come from that. So I started learning a lot about sensory needs related to anxiety. And then I learned that sensory needs are could be a big trigger for parents as well. So what are those? Our nervous system is all the time scanning signs of safety or of threat. So if the things that our system perceives as too much for our nervous system, then it is scanned to our brain as a threat. And whatever feels good to our nervous system is scanned to our brain as a safe thing. So it doesn't necessarily mean that our kids' voices is threatening. They're not threatening. But if it feels to the nervous system like too much, then the brain interprets that feeling from the nervous system as a threat. And that's why it was happening to me. Not of my kids, but I noticed that my nervous system is hyper-reactive and very sensitive to noise. So every time, you know, I'm a Latino, a Latino woman, and if you are Latino, you may relate with me, we do everything with music. We clean with music, we parent with music, with, we cook when, while we listen to music, we do everything while we listen to music. Well, that very same thing was taking me to a point of sensory overload and I was not connecting it to that, but thinking it was my kids. And then when I realized that it was that the noise, the background noise, and I started making adjustments throughout my day to have breaks from the TV running, from Alexa playing music, I started feeling so much at peace with my nervous system. And guess what happened? That helped me not feeling touched out and at the end of my rope, at the end of my day with my kids. It helped me. So I'm saying this to say that it might not be for you that your sensory needs is that you're sensitive to noise. It could be other things. It could be crowded spaces. 
It could be things that you see. It could be movement. If there is too much movement around you, anything that triggers your nervous system through your senses, then that's your sensory need. So my invitation for you is to assess if what are your sensory needs and to see how you can reorganize the way that you approach your day so those needs are being met. So for example, if you get a lot of sensory anxiety when you are in crowds, it might not be a good idea to go grocery shopping with your kids after circle time at the library. So it's a matter of us getting to recognize and see our sensory needs. Because when we don't get to recognize and see our sensory needs, then we end up blaming our kids for us feeling touched out, for us feeling at the end of our road, right? So it's not 100% the, our kids, the responsible of us feeling touched out and overwhelmed, sensory overloaded. What else could it be? I encourage you to be curious with your own system, with your own self, and explore how you could adjust to make your nervous system less reactive to different things. That helps so, so much. And this is something that you are going to explore as well. If you do get the yelling cycle mini course, what your needs are, how you can take care of yourself. Okay, so let's move on to another hidden factor that contributes to us feeling we're all the time running on empty, we're all the time touched out, we're all the time at the end of our road. Remember that this episode is for the parent who feels chronically on E. It's not just about like, I, I get tired because it's human to get tired. It's about like, if you live on E, every single day of your life. This could be very possible when you lived the childhood wound of rejection. So according to research, there are five core childhood wounds. And those childhood wounds, if they're not resolved, if they are not treated in therapy, if we are not aware of them, then we run our adult life from the shadow of those wounds. So what happens when we had the childhood wound of rejection? So when we were little and when we were accepted as long as we behaved the way the adults in our life wanted us to behave, and if we did not behave that way, if we did not meet those standards, then we were isolated, we were sent to our room, don't talk to me, they withdrew their love and attention with, no, you're not going to come and hug me. If you were that rude to your sister earlier, if we leave the, those levels of rejection when we didn't meet expectations, then this creates the childhood wound of rejection. So now as a parent, it could take you to feeling parenting burnt out to feeling touched out, to feeling tired, running on E every single day. Why? Simple. Because you learn that you are accepted, loved, and connected as long as you're performing 
then subconsciously, yes, this is not a conscious process. Subconsciously, you are placing expectations on yourself to perform, to perform, to perform, to perform to the point of, of exhaustion. So let me give you an example. There is a mom, this is a true story. This is a, this is a mom with two children. She homeschools and she used to be a former teacher. And then what happens? In her homeschooling environment, she did not only have the dynamic of I am the teacher and you are my students, but I am the teacher, you are my students, and I am your mom and you are my children. And it's a very different thing when we have that other relationship with our students than we are their parents. Why? Because with our children, we always mirror our childhood woundings if we're not aware of them. So what happened to this mom? Because she grew up with the childhood wound of rejection, she felt a good teacher to their children, to her children, as long as she was all the time performing and doing things for, their, for her children and doing things with her children and, and the field trips and the baking and, and the, everything needed to be a learning experience. And all the time we needed to be talking about something that would nurture our mind, that would nurture our spirit. And she was placing so much pressure to be their teacher. Not because this was a requirement, but because she was projecting, I'm going to be accepted as a teacher for my children as long as I prove that I could be a really great homeschooler. So she would wake up, she used to wake up every morning and have the plan ready and she would be go, 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 go. And even if her kids were showing clear signs of, having needing a break, she would unconsciously push herself and push them to keep going. And at 4 p.m., she would become the yeller she didn't want to be. And then all the way from dinner to bedtime, it was a struggle. And then I remember this mother saying, I watched this on YouTube, I don't know why if I had to teach to 20 children in the past when I was a teacher in a public school, how come teaching to two kids is so overwhelming? And it's because when with her own children, she's using her skills as a teacher to prove and gain their love, attention, and connection because from her childhood wound of rejection, she relates performance with being accepted, with being loved, with being part of, with being a good person, and in this case, with being a good teacher and ultimately a good mom. So do you see why being exhausted at the end of a robe 
overtired, living on empty, living on E, touched out, doesn't necessarily always come from parenting. It could come from our own sensory needs and it could come from narratives when we parent without the understanding of our childhood woundings. So what is the way out? What was the way out for this mother? What was the way out for these children? Number one, recognizing the pattern. So the pattern is we are on go, 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 go mode all day until we cannot hold it any longer. And from there on, we're just snapping at each other and yelling at each other. The kids have the biggest meltdowns. So that's the pattern. Number two, recognizing the narratives that are feeding that pattern. And the narratives that were feeding that mother's pattern was, I am a good teacher to my children who I homeschool as long as I perform, as long as I show them that I'm a good teacher, as long as I show myself and even other homeschooling parents that I'm a great homeschooler. Because yes, we could fall in the pattern of comparing ourselves with other parents who are doing the same things we are doing. So that's the very first thing to do, recognizing the pattern. And that's module one of the Break the Yelling Cycle mini course. You are going to get video trainings from me. You are going to get a workbook and you are going to get a pre-recorded coaching session where you're going to see our coaches helping our clients, recognizing their cycle that is taking them to exhaustion, yelling. This is not a disciplined yelling. I'm, I'm yelling at you because I'm disciplining you. No, is the this is an exhaustion. I yell at you because I'm exhausted and that's all I have in me kind of behavior. So number one, to recognize your pattern. Number two, to understand your sensory needs. And from there, to create a plan to meet your sensory needs before you are so sensory overloaded that you are touched out. And then you, without wanting, you reject your kiss that used to be back in the day. No, I don't want to be with you right now. Or you dread when your kids call you to play because you're like, ah, they call me to play again. Okay, let me go. Or I make up excuses. No, I have a lot of things to do. And and in reality, I just wanted to hide behind folding laundry because I didn't want to play with them. So that's number two, to recognize our sensory needs and create a plan that works for us to meet those sensory needs so we don't get to the point of exhaustion yelling so often. And this is module two of the Break the Yelling Cycle course. We are going to provide you with the framework for you to build this pool of calming sensory tools to help you, to help you regulate before you get there, before you get to exhaustion yelling. And number three, what will help you? And this cycle of exhaustion yelling is to learn, to learn about how to reconnect back with yourself once you catch yourself. 
Because this is what happens to many parents. They catch themselves and then they feel a deep guilt and shame. And this deep guilt and shame brings them down even more. And then instead of fueling them to connect back with their kids and repair after their outbursts, they hide in their shell. They hide behind their phone. They hide behind chores. They hide behind stuff errands, things to do because they feel so guilty and shameful for yelling at the kids. So the way to go past that, to break through that is to access self-compassion first, to acknowledge that you are a human. And then it's understandable that when you are on empty at the end of your rope with nothing else to give, I understand and it's logical to me that you would end up at that point of yelling. But then the the idea is that you give yourself that compassion. And then in module three of the Break the Yelling Cycle course, you are going to find scripts and you're going to find what to do to reconnect back with your children from a place of self-compassion and not guilt and deep shame. So... If you are thinking, Marcela, this is great. Could you please tell me number one idea to get out of this exhaustion yelling cycle? All our notes, you can find them hicparenting.com. Yes, you go to hicparenting.com on our show notes are there. If you want to access the early bird pricing of this great course, very affordable, Right now, it's at $49. After September 1st, it will be bumped up to $99. And even at $99, this is a crazy price. To access it, remember to go to hicparenting.com or to open the description of this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, could you please leave us a review? Don't forget to follow us at Heimfeld Club on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. And remember that it only takes understanding to break your cycle. Bye.